Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Today's franchise interview shout-out goes to the Source Direct. Source Direct is an inventor's one-stop shop. Source Direct eliminates the disconnect in dealing with different companies from each phase of development and marketing. Instead, Source Direct can manage every stage of the process from the drawing board to the customer. Go to thesourcedirect.net and find out how you can get started. That's www.thesourcedirect.net. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 10 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with the telephone doctor, Nancy Friedman, and Nancy is the president and founder of the Telephone Doctor Customer Service Training. And when Oprah, the Today Show, CBS This Morning, Good Morning America, Good Morning Canada and Great Britain, CNN, Fox News, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and other well-respected radio, TV, and publications need a customer service expert. They call on Nancy Friedman, and you should too. We're going to talk to Nancy about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700.
franchise teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 10 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with the telephone doctor, Nancy Friedman, and Nancy is the president and founder of Telephone Doctor Customer Service Training. And when Oprah, the Today Show, CBS This Morning, Good Morning America, Good Morning Canada and Great Britain, CNN, Fox News, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and other well-respected radio, television, and publications need a customer service expert, they call on Nancy Friedman. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to speak with you today. I am excited, too. This is fun, fun, fun. And when you tell everybody uh, it's going to be a great show, that, that puts a lot of pressure on me, you know. <laughs> well, that puts a lot you know, of pressure. It, it, so, you know, I'm not going to tell any jokes, but I will be, I will be, I will be on guard here. Oh, that's fine, Nancy. You know, I, I enjoy talking to you. You know, you and I have spoken in the past. And, you know, that's a that's quite a long list. And it's a very impressive list, by the way. You know, when you're going down the list of all the different shows that you've been on, I have to admit, I'm a bit starstruck. I mean, it was, what was what was the Oprah experience like? <laughs> that's a whole other show that you and I can talk about. Be. Because what she did and, and how I got vetted, um, I thought I was going to be with the CIA for a while because they vetted <laughs> people uh, to the point of, of – 
well, the bottom line was they had five interviews, and it was like, I'm just Nancy from St. Louis. What are they doing here? I'm going to go on for 15 minutes. I'm going to be off. It's an hour show. You know, it, oh, Lord. And I, it, it's not that I wasn't impressed or excited, but yeah. it was an interesting, it was an interesting, uh, and I, maybe I'll just explain exactly how I got onto the Oprah, because that's yeah. fun. I, I pitched her. And they said, no, we're not interested, thank you. And then they called me one time, and they said, we're doing a crisis management show. Can you come on? And I said, the only thing I know about crisis management is to call the police. I don't I don't understand it. So she said, well, I appreciate your honesty. And that that word caught her, that exchange that we did. She says, not everybody will be as honest and open with us. They all want to They right. all want to do everything. And I'm not all things to all people. And I said, when you're ready to do soft skills and improve, you know, improve the audience and get and give better mm-hmm. service, call me. So about a year later, she did, and she said, "Well, wow. now Oprah's on her." If you remember, there was a time when Oprah uh, uh, was on her people skills, everything to do yes. with living and life and health and mm-hmm. all that. And uh, they called and said, "We want you on. We want to talk about voicemail." And oh, that was you know high, and it was just, it was just coming in. It was about, this was about 15 years ago, and voicemail was just it was just a little baby then. Nobody knew how right, to use it right, or what to do. True. So there was like five calls vetting it. Now Oprah's going to say this, and you're going to say this, and pay attention to this and that, and this and that. Okay, and I'm an actress. I can roll with the punches. Right. So we get there, and Oprah zings out a question that had nothing to do with any of the five interviews. So oh, the my. point of that, that. Well, and thank, thank God I could I could roll with the punches, but it was a great yes. interview, and thank you for asking. But it has nothing to do with franchising. No, absolutely not. But story. it's still a great. I, I, I'm I'm always starstruck, Nancy. You know, so and I and I <laughs> saw that by the way. I saw you on the Oprah show. You know, and and you were just fantastic. I mean, just the way. You know, you handle yourself as a person. You know, you're always, no matter what show you're on, you always have so much enthusiasm, you know, and, and I you're think very, that's, that's very, very contagious, gracious. isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, so, come on now, Marty. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, you know, I Thank you. That's very nice. That you, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I think some of our listeners might be asking, they're saying, what the heck is a telephone doctor? And it's a great story, isn't it? Well, and thank you for for asking that because that does get the ball rolling. I am the world's yeah. only telephone doctor, and the long story is too long for right now, so I will shorten mm-hmm. it for you. But it it, it is a fun story. Um, telephone doctor is an international customer service training company. We're available in a couple languages, not a lot, but a couple, and we have right. you know, well over thousands and thousands. We have five divisions, um, and I'll go over them very quickly for you. The the story of how I got to be the telephone doctor I use in my conference uh, conferences mm-hmm. when I speak at franchise meetings because it it really is a story of how not to give up of uh, and, right. and why you should follow your passion which is what franchising is all about yeah uh, so telephone doctor has five divisions we have our online training serviceskills.com we have DVDs which mirrors everything onto service skills so there's still people who right. want to stand up and think you know they say i'm pretty i want to stand up in front of 22 people and train mm-hmm. but online is more for the remote uh type thing dvd is mirrored on everything we have online we do have the event training which is my passion and speaking at conferences yeah. and helping people communicate better we have telephone doctor university which is here in in st louis missouri it's a two-day facilitated class uh, to learn the mentality culture and philosophy of telephone doctor i do provide webinars when and one usually a pre or post when i speak but we do them you know for when i say normal companies i, I don't mean that I call it Gen Pop and Franchise. So right. <laughs> the general population or the franchises want a webinar. And then we have something that we just, and we can talk about this another time or later on, but we have a new program called Soft 
Skills U, and that's the letter U, Soft, S-K-I-L-L-S, Skills U. And that's for the small companies that call up here and say, I've only got seven people, I heard Nancy speak, I've only got 12 people, I heard Nancy speak, I need training. So we devised an online self-service program so that Mm -hmm. if somebody is listening and saying, hey, I'm a franchise, I've only got 20 people, I don't want to spend a lot of money, it's extremely affordable, extremely good, and you get access to everything else, the only thing you don't get is you do it online, and most people are used, you know, it's for smaller companies, 25 and under. The larger companies will call the office and say, you know, I really want, I, I want the admin challenges, I want a branded site, I want all the good stuff. So that's right. what we're all about. Uh, and my my love of franchise started many, many years ago, which I'm glad it did. And so that our audience does know, uh, Telephone Doctor was a franchisor. Mm-hmm. That surprises a lot of my audiences because I am yes. no longer. We had <laughs> we had five franchisees. Four we let go very quickly, and one we kept too long. Usually gets a big <laughs> <love> laugh, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't for us, and right. it, just, it it wasn't for us. I just got a call from a huge right before you from a huge franchise, uh, wanting our help because they're not able to mandate their hundred franchisees. They're wow. not able to mandate customer service, so they they want me right. to create something for them that will be easy. So the mandating becomes the biggest problem a franchisor has when it comes to customer service. Now, was it, that you, know, what would, you know, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Nancy, what were the traits? You know, I, I mean, what you know, what were the challenges of of you know when you became a franchisor? What, what were some of the challenges? I mean, was it some of the the, the traits of the franchisees themselves that they just weren't a match for franchising? I, I mean, what, what did you encounter? What was the experience like? I don't know how to say this nicely, but I will I'll try to do it in the, <laughs> in the best ladylike way I can say it. Yeah. We had two. We had two gentlemen come to us, and they shall remain nameless, that were big in franchising at the time. Mm-hmm. They had since retired and wanted they, – they saw a good thing. And they brought right. us a spreadsheet. And they brought us a spreadsheet and said, if we add one or two a month and it can be done, whatever they did. And the pre- spreadsheet at the end of five years was – we're a small family-owned business, Marty. Right. My husband, my son, and myself, 23 employees in St. Louis. So we're not a big company. But when we saw those figures, that spreadsheet that these gentlemen had kept – I mean, you know, it was the, the hook was in our mouth. So, oh, yeah, let's right. do it. I believe our biggest mistake is we didn't get to vet the people. They vetted mm, for us. I see. And looking back, I believe that that was the biggest mistake because when we finally met them at Discovery Day, and they shouldn't have even been at Discovery Day. Right, They shouldn't right. have been there. When we got to meet them at Discovery Day, I thought to myself, I don't know how long this is going to work because they're bringing me wrong people. They're bringing me the wrong people. Right. But we went ahead and we signed them on, and, yeah, we gave them special deals, blah, 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 <laughs> like people tell me they do sure, too. Sure, sure. But it didn't last. And the three of us looked at each other after a year or two with the, the four, and, and we said, you know, it just it isn't working. The one we kept, and right. that's, just, that's another story. But So I personally believe, and I don't know that I'm right or wrong, that – if you're a franchisor, you need to you need to either have a list of questions that you need asked and answered mm-hmm. that are personal to you. And right. I work with a lot. I mean, I've seen I've seen the brokers and the consultants that they're out. Those are good people. They're great, and you should use them. But what mm-hmm. the link, the missing link that I found when I spoke at FBA, the Franchise Brokers Association, the missing link was the rope between the franchisor and the consultant. 
it's not a tight rope. Interesting. It's right. Not, it's not. They're not. They're pulling. You know. They're. So I, I don't know that there's an answer, but the franchisors right. need to have a list of questions that they need answered. Right. And give them to the consultants and or to your franchise development system or whoever's selling. These are the questions I want answered. I own this franchise. You know, I, I founded it. Whatever you want to say. And had I done that, you know, mm-hmm. we'd have seen a different answer. And ours was a little different because we needed three distinct, different persons. We needed a, a salesperson, we needed a trainer, and we needed right. an office person. And the ones that came in all wanted to do it themselves. Every well, you can't sell and run the office and be a trainer in one day. I mean, something's right. going to give, and it gave. <laughs> so that's true. <laughs> Well, you know, that, you've become, that's just I'm, one experience, and I'm sure. I'm sure there's. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm sure there's, no, no. there's you know hundreds of different experiences. Sure, I mean, and you've become very big in franchising too, Nancy. I mean, I've been aware of you for many years now. You know, I mean, you, you've you've done a, a, an amazing job at, at branding yourself. Um, you know, what is it that you like most about franchising? I love helping small business. I love mm. getting in front of of 500. Uh, I think you said you were familiar with Rita's Ice. Yes, of course. In the Philadelphia area, They're right? Big out here. Well, you yes. get six hundred. Yes, we don't have one in St. Louis. There's six hundred franchisees. Most of them are, my, you know, husband and wife working together. One, two, some. One guy had six franchisees, and helping the small business, just showing them simple, common sense mm-hmm. concerns that the customers have, and bringing it to them in terms that they can utilize and. and facilitate immediately this is not you don't right. have to buy a book you don't have to scratch your head you don't have to watch a movie you don't have to do anything you have to say you know what these are things i can use right away and the right. feedback has been rewarding so I, I appreciate what you say but that's my biggest audience for the small business and is, you enjoy it franchise. so much nancy you do. I mean, when I'm watching you, you just you just enjoy what you're doing. You know, I mean, you have, you know, I used the word earlier, you know, you have so much energy and enthusiasm, you know, and I, I think that's that's what draws people to you as well. You know, it's what drew me to you. You know, when I learned about you, I said, my God, I said, she is she's fantastic at, at what yeah. she does. I mean, it really is oh, fantastic. God. One of the lessons oh, I, I learned from you. <laughs> I'm going to make you blush a lot this show, but you know, it was interesting. I've learned a lot of different lessons from you, you know, and I, I've been studying now for, for, for years, you know, but um, I, I just made a change in my show today and it was because of you and, and you probably didn't notice, but one of my flaws was I always say to our guests, I go, how are you doing? You know, and, and it's not like <laughs> a wasted. <laughs> and I was listening to you the other day and I said, uh Oh, I said, I better make sure that I do not say that to Nancy when I have her on the show today, you know, because you have a lot of these, you know, these, these great tips that are really so practical, you know, and I asked my wife about it. I said, do I say that too much? And she says, you most certainly do. You know, there's, there's some like little things like, you know, you say like um, yeah, reps should not say like, you know, it's not a problem or, you know, our computers are slow, you know, just, just those tips though are just, they're, they're so practical to the, the small business, aren't they? Thank you. Yeah. The good, the, practical for the big but it's harder to get into the big business than it is to the smaller ones the smaller yeah. ones customer service is the biggest advantage to compete with the big boxes it is just mm. that's as simple as i can make it it's got to be someone who says you know what they don't have they don't have a lot of inventory but man when i walk in there 
I feel good, they like me, I get a smile. You know, it's it's all the things your mother taught you. This is not rocket science, right. this is not brain surgery. You know, I didn't invent smiling. But that's <laughs> so what happens true. when you smile at somebody. I mean you go through the airport and somebody gives you a smile, you smile back at them. You made exactly. a friend. You didn't know their name, but you made a friend. So you know, you're very good at what you do, Marty, so I hope you're quite successful oh, thank here. You. And while I'm doing this, because you have, have been so generous, if there are, or not if there are, for the listeners that we have here, if, and this is a surprise to you, you mm-hmm. ready for this? If they are happy with what they hear, okay, if they are happy with what they're hearing today, what they're listening, they can email me for a complimentary book, and I will ship it out to them autographed. So it's That's called 50 fantastic. Little Tips That Make a Big Difference. And it will be my pleasure. I hope we get 100 people that say, hey, I heard, heard Jen Marty's show and I want the exactly. book. Exactly. So That's fantastic. I really appreciate you offering that to our listeners Nancy, because oh. it, it is, it's very, it's very practical, you know. And, it, you know, you've worked with, you know, you, you've probably lost count, Nancy, because you've worked with so many entrepreneurs and companies throughout the years. But, I mean, from, from all of your experience – what are some of the the most important traits that you know entrepreneurs can learn to be successful in business, or I, I think even in life, you know, because I've learned a lot of them from you as well. Well, you you're a learner, and uh, you know they don't saying when you're through learning, you're through. I believe you learn mm-hmm. from a lot of people, from a lot of people. Your father is one. I remember that story so much. Yes, yeah, thank you. I for should interview that. you one day on that story. That's an awesome. Oh, thank story. you. Anyway, I would love to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to start doing my podcast one day, and I can interview you. How's that? I would love that. You would be a great podcaster, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. Anyway, if they want the book, all they got to do is email Nancy at, and then Telephone Doctor is one word, telephonedoctor.com. And okay. No song and dance. That will get. Anyway, the traits, we have a program called The Seven Traits of Being Successful, and mm-hmm. my husband, Dick, who writes all of our videos and helped me with my program, uh, came up with these seven traits. They're not the only traits that are successful, but right. they, they led the list. They led the list. So uh, the number one is we need to choose our attitude in advance. Yeah. When our feet hit the floor in the morning, that's got to be a great day. That's got to be a great day. My yes. my tip for the day on LinkedIn, and I don't know if they link in with you. Link, yeah, we're LinkedIn. Our I do. I get them all the time. I've, yeah. I've never seen you know I've never seen a U-Haul hooked to a hearse. We're not going to take it with us, you know. Right. So, it, so it, it's not going to go with us. So bottom line, when your feet hit the floor, I wasn't allowed to get out of bed when I was a kid without a smile on my face. My father would come in and say, you're smiling? I'm, yeah, here I am. That's <laughs> so, great. But, so you got to choose that in advance. I mean, you get up in the morning, you can either say, this is going to be a great day or this is going to be a crappy day. And I don't know about you, but I took the great day. So that's, really, Absolutely. that's probably the most important um, the second trait that, that we find very important, especially for business people, is you've got to visualize success. You've got mm. you, you to visualize. If, you know, the, we tell our salespeople, we've got seven salespeople here, if you make a sale at 930, go make another call right away. You'll probably make another sale. You've got to visualize True. that. Yeah. So not everything's a dark hole. Then we have humor, enthusiasm, and energy. And I've never met anybody so who didn't important. enjoy laughing. In fact, it's so contagious, anybody, isn't, it? isn't it? Yeah, right, yeah. right. It is. So it's very contagious. Enthusiasm, critically important in a small business. I mean, things are going to happen, and you got to keep that. One thing Dick and I are extremely passionate about is that resisting negative tendencies, resisting oh. negative tendencies. 
We don't want to be around anybody who's hot, who's hot, too cold, too fat, too thin, too tall, too short. You know, it's hot out, it's cold out, it's cloudy, it's sunny. You know what? We just removed, Marty, we removed all the negative people from our lives. Now, we don't have a lot of friends, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> we have uh, we have a good life, and we just we don't want to talk it. Talk negative, right? And negative talking breeds negative things and yucky. yucky it does. Yucky. The fifth of the. It's uh, true, Nancy. You know, I, I was going to say to you. You know, as we were talking about enthusiasms, contagious. I think negativity is, is contagious as well, isn't it? You know, you bet. when you sit next to someone who is complaining all day. You know, and I've had experiences like that in my life. You know, I, I the first part of my my career was in sales. You know, that's why I appreciate all your your videos and and your books. You know, is I found myself becoming that person too, you know, and, and, and so it, it's true that negativity could be uh, just as contagious as, as enthusiasm. So we have Absolutely. to watch out for that. Don't we? I've learned, and I've learned to excuse myself when somebody gets too negative. I usually say, excuse me, I got to go to the bathroom. I mean, I just get out of there. <laughs> Great. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can cut that if you want, but <laughs> the point is, <laughs> and I didn't mean that That's I do now. It's just what I say to the person when they're negative to me. Sure. Um, I just don't want to be around them. And then yeah. you've got to be a whatever-it-takes person. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to need to do things, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And usually, it usually is not money. Because yeah. entrepreneurs that have gone into business usually have the money. And that's why they went sure. into business. They have the money. But that's now, true. you know, you got to miss the games with the kids. And you got to you may have to miss an anniversary dinner. And you got to do whatever it takes. It, and that's there's an expression which I won't use. You just got to mm-hmm. do whatever it takes, and if you do right. whatever it takes, it usually happens. Because Probably it's hard, isn't trait. it, Nancy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's hard. Entrepreneurship is, is is hard too, right? I mean, it's not easy. You know, I think a lot of people have this glamorous vision of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. You know, and it is very difficult. And 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 all of these traits that that you're listing, I mean, really help you get through the day, the week, a year, and and of course, ultimately to uh, being successful, you know, and I think anybody can do what you're suggesting, but most people for some reason, and I've never been able to figure this one out, don't do that, you know, I guess that's another show in itself, you know, why no, they that's don't not, do that. Yeah, but, but that's not your job to figure out why other people don't do it. It's your job sure. to figure out why you do it. And exactly. that's the most important thing. I stop worrying about other people. Uh, and that, that comes with being over 50, I think, you know, you just got to, maybe you're not right, that age, but... <laughs> <laughs> you got to get there and you got to stop worrying about <laughs> other people. It's uh, true. The other thing that's very important in being an entrepreneur is you got to accept change. I mean, yes. it's going to happen. It, yeah. And with very few things, I mean, whether it's is they're building a lane in front of your franchise and it's going to stop, you know, it's going to keep cars from turning in left or I mean, there's all sorts of change in our lives. Right. Um, that 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 can help or hurt us, but Finding a way around it is the challenge, you know, or accepting it and moving on and end a subject. It, you know, you start worrying about it, then you got a problem. And the great entrepreneurs the do that, you know, Nancy. You know, we, we've referenced a lot of those stories throughout, you know, the last 10 years, you know, whether it was Colonel Sanders or Dave Thomas, right. you know, or Fred DeLuca or any of those people. I mean, all of them ran into those obstacles and challenges that you're talking about. But the difference with them, you know, is that they embrace change, didn't they? Where the entrepreneurs that we're unfamiliar with, that that kind of failed, you know, they didn't embrace the change, did they? 
Apparently not. We just lost a great franchisor, the, the Illich, Michael Illich. I spoke twice at Little Caesars over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine, fine man. And I was privy to some, not their problems, obviously, but some of the challenges they were having within the franchise uh, chain, uh, the system, so to speak. And right. I heard some of his comments. And, you know, it's, we will fix this. We, we will manage this. And it was just an, an attitude. It goes back to number yes. one. It was the attitude. Absolutely. And the last trait that you got to have, that you must have, that you must have, is we got to be grateful for what we have. There yeah. is no room for jealousy. There is no room for jealousy in being a good entrepreneur. So you asked for one trait. I gave you seven. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's okay. You know, I love the story, too, you know, of, of you know, you were talking about being grateful one time, you know, and you mentioned, um, uh, you know, when you had, uh, I think it was open-heart surgery, you know, many years ago, you know, and um, it, 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 I think you've always been a positive person, but, you know, you, you just seem very grateful for life and everything that you have, and, um, and you're not a jealous person, and, and, and you could just see that in your presentations. No, you're very kind. I, um, I just, oh, I write my, my, the guy who did my open heart surgery, I write him a thank you note every February 9th. Wow. Because he's the one that in my life, say, I say right. changed my life. He didn't, but he put a new valve in there. But and my mother taught me many years ago, you can be envious of a talent, Nancy, but don't be jealous. So I learned the difference yeah. very early on between envy and jealousy. Yes, it's jealousy so important. Is, is detract? Well, it's detracting from you. You know, it's right. But and yeah, am I envy of, of people who make more money? Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit envious sometimes. But <laughs> but I'm not jealous. I'm happy. Right. So you know what's the, what's the, I don't really know the difference, but it made sense when I was told <laughs> by my mother. Sure, of course, of course, absolutely. Um, you know, from from all of your experience, you know, and everything that you've learned, because you, you've spoken to so many people, you know, throughout the years, Nancy. I mean, what do customers want the most? It's so simple. It's scary, Marty. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Be friendly before you know who it is. They want yeah. to be treated friendly. It's so simple. It's it's yeah. incredibly simple. You go to the supermarket and you don't get a smile. I mean, right. that, that registers with the customer. You go, hey, why do people go to Nordstrom, Whole Foods, Southwest? You know, yeah. we can make a list of the ten, b- the ten big companies that are doing well: Zappos, Amazon, Apple. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to Apple Care, ever ever called Apple Care. Now that's not a franchise. I realize it, but it's right. an enormous company. It's huge, thousands and thousands and thousands of employees, and they've got them all being friendly. It's so important. We have a, a chain out here, Nancy. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're called Wegmans. I don't think they're out. Oh, where yes. you I, are. I, I'm looking to interview him, as a matter of fact, eventually. Oh, okay. Yes, they're, I've heard one. Tell me about fantastic. them. Tell me about them. Well, they're amazing. I mean, they're one of those companies. I think they're in, like, uh, you know, Fortune or, or one of those big publications. Every right. year they have yes, the they most are. admired companies yet to work for. And they're usually, like, number two or number three. But they've been in the list now for, I think it's almost like 20 years now. You know, my question was always, like, you know, how do they do that. And I have a great customer service story. When, when my wife was, um, when she was pregnant with, with, with our son, she was in there and she was looking very pregnant and it was raining outside. <laughs> and um, I, I mean, the, the gentleman that rung up her order, he called someone and he, he had someone walk her to the car with the umbrella and he put the groceries in the car. And that one little instance, it made me and my wife such a loyal customer. 
to Wegmans. You know, I mean, it was something so simple and it really didn't cost them a lot of money to do that. But Wegmans does that as well is, you know, they're, um, I hate to call them cashiers, but they're always smiling. You know, they always have a smile on their face. And they probably even though have little... what, what telephone, I apologize, my husband says no, you no. interrupt. No, I'm interjecting. I'm interjecting. I'm interjecting. I'm not interrupting. No, no, Pro- no. They probably have, Wegmans probably has what, what we say here at Telephone Doctor. We've got the five forbidden phrases which we're not allowed to say within the con- within the confines of the building or anywhere else representing telephone right. doctor. It is a condition of employment, grounds for termination, and I have exercised wow. my options. So I'm thinking that Wegman said, hey, you want to work here? This is how right. we do it. This exactly. is how we do it. And if you don't do it, you know, have a nice life. Now, exactly. Franchisors, franchisors, I-, I don't know if they can put it in their papers there. I forget what you call them, the... The things that you got to do, you know, the secret sauce. Right, the operations. <laughs> this is how you make yeah. the secret sauce. Well, yeah. you make the secret sauce and customer service too. Ooh, there's a good blog title. That's yeah, that's fantastic. Write that down. You know, my husband said to me, "I have to." T- I will. <laughs> my husband <laughs> said, "I am." He's. I'm so ADD, Marty, and he says to me, "There must be twenty movie screens in your head." And you watch a different movie screen. <laughs> well, that's the actress screen. in you, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but I do. I do jump from topic to topic, and I apologize for our listeners. Oh, and I there. love that though. Uh, you know, I just listen quicker. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, it's 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 fantastic. But yeah, those are great examples. Here, uh, here's an interesting story um, pertaining to uh, franchising, Nancy, in um, Russia, when McDonald's first opened up in Moscow. They couldn't get their order takers to smile at the customers. And that was a big part of, you know, you're talking about the secret sauce with McDonald's is they want you to smile at the customer. Now, it doesn't always happen when you go into McDonald's. But in Russia, it was a big problem because apparently smiling at at a customer in Russia, I guess it's it's somehow offensive. It almost means like you're mocking them, you know. And uh, I just thought that was so interesting. I said, oh, my God, how do you get people to smile? Yeah, it, it's just I, well, interesting with the you different cultures. You've got to cultures. find out what is similar to smiling in Russia. You know, that's it, well, what exactly. I found what out. is that? <laughs> you know, and I never went yeah, that what, far. Yeah, what do you, you do? Know? I mean, maybe maybe they give them the finger. I don't know. You know that that <laughs> might be smiling fantastic. to them. <laughs> you never know. Each, you know, each countries have different cultures, and we they don't sure know do. what what each one does. But yeah, that, that's right. a, a funny, funny story. It the, is. Uh, it is. Um, yeah, you asked about about the more important skill, and that is that is you know be friendly before you know who it is. Just customers yes. want to be treated as a welcome guest when they come yeah. into a company or call, and sometimes we're treated like an annoyance or an interruption. So, the friendly is real important. The excitement, the you know, hi Marty or hi Bob or hi Mr. Smith exactly. or hi if you don't know their name. It's almost like a, a puppy dog, right, Nancy? You know, like, I mean, when you have a puppy, you know, and that puppy, you, know, you come <laughs> in the house after a long day, right, and the puppy comes running up to you. It's so excited to see you. You know what I mean? And um, I, I remember someone used that analogy once, you know. So, um, you know, it's one of the things I, I always try to incorporate in my life is, is to, you know, just and, and be sincere about it, you know, is to let someone know how excited I am to see them or talk to them or whatever that may be, because it just makes the person feel welcome, doesn't it? It does, and that's why hi, how are you should be replaced with, <clears throat> excuse me, should be, your, hi, how are you should be replaced with, good to hear your voice, good to see yes. you, glad you're here. And those things are doing exactly what you said. So we've removed hi, how are you from our lives, it's not said. 
I'll say if I see somebody, hey, you're looking good. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Thanks for coming by. You know, you know, did this ever happen to you? It used to happen to me. You haven't seen somebody in five, sometimes ten years. You know, you meet mm-hmm. up with them, and the guy says, "Hey, what you been doing? What's going on in your life?" Nothing. Exactly. How can nothing take ten years. I don't understand that. But that's you know, what's <laughs> that's a new? Great nothing. I, I it boggles my mind. So there's always something new in my life, and trade as it trade as it may be, I tell them. You know. Anyway, that's. That's an, yeah, I have so many stories it, to share. I hope this isn't the oh, last web, uh, yeah, we, podcast. We can do okay. this all day, absolutely. And that's why I, <laughs> I think podcasting would be fantastic for you as well. You know, I know I would listen to it. You know, if if you had a podcast, you know, it's um, it's interesting. You know, the the majority of our listeners, Nancy, I was mentioning to you. You know, we call them uh, aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them. They know that they want to get into franchising, but we, we find in doing the show such a long time now that so many of them don't know where to begin. And, and you know this just as well as I do, because there's just so much out there. They don't even know where to begin. Um, f- from everything you've learned with working with all these different franchisors and franchisees, I mean, wh- what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because, again, they're very confused. Well, I just learned of some place that I wish I had known because there are people that come to me and say, hey, I know you speak to a lot of franchise uh, places. You know, which one's the best? Well, how do I know? You know, that's, I would never right. say that. But I'm sure you're familiar with Zoracle. Yes. Okay. I know the if name. Yes. Not, if you're not, you should be. Yeah. Uh, Roberta and uh, Aubrey. And anyway, they've got a, uh, I think it's online, Z-O-R-A-C-L-E, Zoracle. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a personality test, but it's it's a Several questions. I want to go 10 to 20, maybe. I apologize for not being thoroughly on it. You can look them mm-hmm. up online. Yeah. And it, it it tells you at the end of the score, you should be in education. You might like military. You might like fast food. You might like – I took it, and I didn't even want to be a franchise. You know, I just took it a, a month or so ago. Right. And it said I should be teach, I should be teaching, and I should be in education, and I should be not a hands-on person. So wow. it's sort of it's it's a lit yeah and it it just nailed me, it nailed me. The bottom line is I'm not a hands-on per I mean I'm not a, 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 a detailed person. Right. I need right. to wing it a lot more, you know, and I can sure. wing it in what I do, uh, and I'm educating and I'm in education. So it it really was interesting. But I know they do very well with helping uh, up and coming people who want to look into buying a franchise. And the, any right. franchisor you talk to will know about Zoracle. They they're quite well known. I was happy to meet meet them finally. So you think that's a good place to start? It is, and it sounds like Zoracle goes start. you know deep. Yeah, it's a starting place. You know, to because again, with like eighty industries out there, you know, it's like how do you know? We find that a lot of people, you know, they'll go into a particular franchise and they'll say, you know, wow, I wish I owned one of these, without really knowing anything about the corporate culture or um, thinking about the day to day or anything is. like that. Exactly. How hard it is. How hard yeah. it is. How those. How you got to get up at six a.m. or five a.m. to get there to open the store. At seven a.m. if it's fast foods. Blah blah blah. And the hiring of people and the and the churn that go. Oh, M G. You know the. It, yeah. It's you. You got to have some real backbone to own a fran to own a franchisee, and that's why I admire the entire business. Uh, you know they all have. You know they have the. The great franchisees, the ones that are making money, and then you have the ones that are not making so much money. But that that's America. You make as much sure. as you want to put into it. Absolutely. Where do you see Telephone Doctor in the future, Nancy? I mean, again, the company's been very successful. You've done a great job 
at branding the company. You've done a great job at branding yourself. I mean, have you, you know, thought about, you know, like five years down the road where you see the telephone doctor? Yeah, we have, and and that's that's the fun of having a son who wants to take over in the business, and it, it, that's it's great. working. David David is is running the inside, uh, which I did for twenty five thirty years. Yeah, and he was selling and and helping out and doing all the. Now I said, you know what, I, I, I'm still president and I'm still you know active and I'm still speaking, but he's making the he's making the the bottom line go up, and it's with these five divisions, the online training is is where it's going. Uh, sure. Each year he puts one or two new series on serviceskills.com. Uh, flagship, of course, is the customer service training, but we have management, mentoring, leadership, uh, teammate things, uh, all sorts of things. If, if you know you go online and you happen to look at the, and you can go online at serviceskills.com and just and just see it all. It's, it's quite transparent. Right. It's, everything's there. And then, if as I say, if you're a small business. You can go to Soft Skills U and get it on yourself. You don't. Nobody has to bother you, or you don't have to bother anybody. Uh, it, I don't. I believe. I, I just have to go shopping to know that Telephone Doctor will live a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have to go shopping. Right, right. That's stores. true. Right. And that's where you get a lot of your great stories. You know, I, I've, I've, you know, I mean, there were so many of them. One of my favorite stories you tell is where you went into a shoe store and you asked the woman yeah. for. Your shoe, you know, your My size. And she said, yeah. No, we don't yeah. have them. And you said, well, we just go back and double check. You know, you're talking about double checking, you know, and that's so important, isn't it? You know, and it was a great story where she yep. did come back and she said, yes, we do have them. You know, and there's just there's so many of those stories. There's a great story where you, you were talking about a woman that had a hangover and, and she wasn't particularly kind, you, you know, and she's sharing student. her life story. My goodness. Well, I, you can see I, I, I absorb these stories like a sponge because, you know, these are great stories that I can share with my students as well, you know you know, referencing you, of course, you know, but I mean, they're really, they're stories that make such an impact because you're right. That's all you have to do today is just go shopping almost anywhere. And there's so many companies still don't get it right. If I could make money from the list of companies that people, have you ever called this cable company? Have you ever gone to this doctor? Have you ever been to this? Well, I, I, many years ago, that's how I started. I called my insurance company and I said, your people stink. And he said, yeah. what happened? I said, well, they're so rude. They're so unpleasant. They're so unhealthy. I just, I, just, I don't want to do business with you anymore. And he said, well, right. run over and show us what to do. And that's how it all started. But I'm not able anymore to, to go up to somebody and say, your people stink. I do have one right. funny story that why I don't do that anymore. I called a woman. It was a franchise, as a matter of fact. She shall remain nameless. And I got yeah. her on the phone, and I said, forgive me. We'll call her Susie for saying anything, but the young lady who answers your phone was terrible. She was rude, and I told her that. And she said, "Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you, that's my daughter." Oh, well, I felt like, ouch! And I was just this, this ouch. And I said, "Well, I yeah. apologize." She said, no, the damage is done. Goodbye. Thank you. Three years later, the woman calls me. So help me God, she calls me up. She says, "Do you remember me?" I said, "How could I forget you?" Sure. <laughs> you know, I put you my foot in my mouth. I'll never do that again. Yeah. She says, "Well, you were right." She says, "You were right," and I want you to come speak to my franchise meeting. Wow. So she remembered okay. me. It wasn't the best way I want to be remembered for. <laughs> but sure, of course. Uh, it's a, it was a very big franchise. It still is. She's still healthy. She's still president of the organization. But she said, "I just wouldn't look at what was really hurting my business," and it was her. 
That's an amazing story. It's interesting as, as you reflect back on your life, Nancy, you know, as you look back now, you know, I mean, how all the pieces kind of came together, you know, and that's what I get when listening to your presentations, too, is, you know, from where you began and how these certain events kind of led to where you are today. It's really quite amazing, isn't it? It's been a good ride, and like we say, we're still pedaling. We're still yeah. pedaling. But that particular story, Marty, made me realize that when somebody is bad or rude to me, I, I, I spank him with my wallet. I don't report <laughs> him. I don't put a bad yeah. review. We just don't go back. And that that's probably right. what I, well, I wouldn't, I, you know, it turns out she's a great friend now, and she's, a, you know, she recommends me and yada, yada, yada. But, man, that was not the right thing to say. So I just wow. Know, or you go to somebody else, or, or I should have said, well, who is that person on the phone? Sure, and if she exactly. said, my daughter, I wouldn't have said anything. So wow. it was it was many years ago, and I was not as savvy as I am today. <laughs> I learned. I learned. <laughs> I learned. It's fantastic. I mean, you have so many of these great stories that I that I just love to listen to, you know. And, and, well, and, and I'd like again, to give heard... you a, a... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I keep interrupting you. I'm, no, I, no, it's not no. Under... I'd like to give you a compliment, and that is you were probably one of the best hosts um, I've oh, had in a long time, and I, I've thank you been on every major that. radio station. Well, and I mean that. There are so many that, that just want to talk about themselves, and you really brought yeah. Telephone Doctor and, and me into it. And I, for your listeners, I thank you uh, for allowing me to, to share some of the, the input. And if they want uh, the book, this, it's nancy at telephonedoctor.com. That's fantastic. Are there any other websites you'd like them to go to, Nancy, before we wrap things up? I mean, I know you have uh, several different websites. Um, I mean, well, you we have nancyfriedman.com. Nancyfriedman.com, if they are looking for, you know, how can I get Nancy at my conference, that, okay. that's my passion. But if they're looking for how can we get some of the training that Marty and Nancy talked about, then it would be service skills with an S, serviceskills.com. Okay. Serviceskills.com. And if you say, I heard that's it on the enough. podcast, then they'll send a book to you, too, so. That's fantastic. I, it's a great offer for our listeners. And again, I hope you get a hundred requests for those, you know, because um, I get you know, a I thousand. That's okay. Let's and make it a million. What? Even if I get, <laughs> yeah, even if I get one, visualize success, huh? Even if I get exactly. one, uh, that will be success because it, you know what it takes to have somebody pick up the phone and do something. It takes a lot for them. It takes a yeah. lot for somebody to come. We used to own a radio station, and when we sold the advertising, people would say, I want to know how many people come in here because of your ads. And I said, well, you can't just ask everybody, how'd you hear about us? You know, you right. just don't want to do exactly. that. Just, if, if business goes up, it worked. If business goes down, maybe it didn't. Exactly. I mean, it, that's the simplicity of my life. That's fantastic. I'll tell you one one more of my favorite Nancy Friedman stories is the, the one of the books that I love that you were telling a story about you were in a Barnes and Noble one day or one of those bookstores and you know you picked up the secret you know and I, I, I love that story yeah. because you know it just it made so much sense because you know I, I've read that book you know and I, I've seen the video you know and um, it was kind of like talking about I guess visualization or just ask for what you want and you'll get it and you said okay you close the book and you said I'm a dentist <laughs> yep. and it didn't happen and I said wow I said that is brilliant I said <laughs> Why did I think of that? Well, you it, know, it's just that's, it's clever. That's a real, you know, think about what you want and get it. The thing that was left out was think about what you want equals hard work, and then yes. you'll get it. Yes. I mean, exactly. it just doesn't. You got to work your behind off to some of these things that we want. And, you I'm know, glad I you mentioned I believe in the that. upper power and the, you know, I believe yeah. in praying and all that stuff. But you got to help them along a little bit. 
Right. You have to put the work into it. You know, and I think sometimes that's a misperception of franchising, Nancy. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I think sometimes there's some people out there that think a franchise might run on automatic pilot. And and, and from everything that we've learned in doing the show over a decade now is, you know, we've learned that it, it is hard work. It doesn't matter if it's a Subway, if it's a Rita's or any of the other franchises out there. It, it, it's still hard work, isn't it? You bet. You bet. There, you know, very little comes easy in this life. Very little. You know, just absolutely. I and my husband, or my father, used to say, you know, you don't play, you don't play ball with the Yankees the first year. You got to work mm-hmm. your way up, the minors, et cetera. So, you know, yes, there are exceptions. Great analogy. Yeah. Well, you know, there are exceptions. There's people born with a silver spoon; they can go with sure. what they want. But uh, that's that's not, you know, America is is built with the small business, and franchising is is such a huge part of that. It's just a huge part of it. I'm such a fan. You know, do I wish I were a franchise again? Sort of. But sure. I, it will never happen. It is not for us. You know, would I like right. to see to, um, Early on, people said, where do you want to be with Telephone Doctor? Well, I wanted to be like Sylvan Learning. I yeah. A building, you right. know, in every city. Exactly. But it's a different animal, thing, though, isn't it, Nancy? You know, it's 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 interesting, you know, it, it, again, doing the show such a long time now. You know, we've heard a lot of those stories, you know, where a business is very successful, and then they get into franchising, and they find that it's, it's, it's a totally different animal, a different part of the business that some right. uh, franchises find frustrating with. You know, we've had a number of examples of that on the show. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. And I'm going to start listening yeah. to the shows because I – a, you're very good, and B, uh, you know, learning more Thank about the you. industry is 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 critical. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, franchising is is uh, it's fun. It's you know, it, it brought the fun into my life. Yeah. But it for 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 those that are into it, I mean, I don't get privileged information by any means, but I get you know, it brought behind the scenes sometimes. Right. And it, you know, I don't even need to sign a confidentiality. I don't go talking about sure. one to the other. But right. Uh, you know, I'm. I see things, and I think, "Oh my gosh, this wasn't for me." But in some cases, you know, it works so good. That's anyway. fantastic. Well, that's it's great. Well, I really. Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, today marks our 570th show of Franchise Interviews, and our special guest today is the president and founder of Telephone Doctor Customer Service Training. She's been featured on Oprah, The Today Show, CBS This Morning, Good Morning America, Good Morning Canada and Great Britain. CNN, Fox News, The Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and other well-respected radio, TV, and publications, and today for the second time, a guest on Franchise Interviews. Our guest this morning is Nancy Friedman, and today's topic of discussion is LinkedIn for Entrepreneurs. LinkedIn is one of the most powerful networking business tools for professionals and entrepreneurs. Not long ago, Nancy Friedman was interviewed in a magazine article by Forbes, and the article was called 10 New LinkedIn Tips propel your PR. 
In this interview, Nancy and I discuss tips learned over the years on how to effectively use the social media tool. And that's coming right up on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. 
For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, as I was saying earlier, we have an amazing show today because I'm speaking with the telephone doctor, Nancy Friedman. And Nancy and I are going to talk about a popular social media, media tool, LinkedIn. Hi, Nancy. Welcome. I am here, and you are there, and I am so happy to be here. I hope it's a little brighter. St. Louis has got – we've built the Noah's Ark already because we've gotten so much rain. But the sun – the other Did day somebody really? asked me – Stop! a woman stopped me in the, in the parking lot, and she said, excuse me, do you think it will ever stop raining? And I looked at her, and I said, yes, yes, I, I, I think it will stop raining one day. Poor thing was obsessed with the rain. <laughs> oh, isn't that something? Well, it's, I tell you, it, here in eastern Pennsylvania, Nancy, today's the first day. It's, it's kind of warming up. I mean, but um, I'm looking out my window right now, and our snow pile is about, I would say it's about 15, 20 feet high. I mean, that's how much wow, snow. Wow, last day of March, and you still got snow? It's yeah. crazy. We got so much snow here. So I don't know, even if it's like 80 degrees, I think it's still going to take a long time for it to melt. So I just can't wait for uh, the flowers to start coming out because this was a uh, and they will. This was, I think this is one of the worst winters that we've had in Pennsylvania. That's what they know? said. So they did. You got you got that was. right. They did say that, Marty. Anyway, it I am excited awful. because our topics are uh, very uh, not generic enough for all industries and all yeah. ages and all 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 genders. Uh, and I'm excited to share. So this is your show. Well, Take it away, Marty. Yeah, no, this is this is interesting, Nancy, because I don't know if you remember, but, I mean, you and I actually met on LinkedIn. You know, and really what amazes me about the story is how you and I were really able to, you know, and I don't use this word loosely, but we were able to develop a friendship, you know, and that was all because of LinkedIn. But it was the way that you initiated the whole thing, you know. So I definitely consider you an expert and a model on how to use LinkedIn. And I mentioned to you on a couple of previous conversations that, you know, we're trying to get a lot of our students to use LinkedIn because it really is a a powerful tool. But really what intrigued me was one of the articles um, that you wrote uh, recently, Nancy. And it was in Forbes, wasn't it? I think it was was in a pretty big Uh, publication. Forbes.com, yes, it was. And thank you for the nice comments. But um, I don't know that I'm an expert on LinkedIn. I am an expert on people. I will take credit for that and relationship building. That, That I'm good at. But uh, we put some of the common sense stuff that we do in, in customer service and through Telephone Doctor, and I pushed right. it over into LinkedIn. And even the experts say, well, I forgot about that one. So, yeah. But, yes, <laughs> you and I bonded up, and friendship is a wonderful word because I've made many new friends and obviously gotten business through, through LinkedIn without even asking for it. So for your students, this is wonderful. For, for new franchisees, whatever you want it for business, just business in general, people in general. Maybe we could talk about the article, Nancy, because you kind of like narrowed it down to like 10 tips. You know, it's one of the things I love about, you know, I'm a fan of your articles, you know, as you all say, 10 tips for this or four tips for that, you know. But maybe, you know, we can start just dive right into it, you know, and from your experience, you know, how do you use LinkedIn and what advice would you give to our listeners in using LinkedIn? Well, it's it's. Obviously, there's three popular social medias. There's Twitter, there's Facebook, and there's LinkedIn, and there's, and there's dozens more. I'm not a real, yeah. I'm on Instagram, but 
a little too convoluted yeah. for me. But the me LinkedIn, too. the simplicity of it, and the and the are you on Instagram? I'm not on Instagram. The only two that I use are Twitter and LinkedIn because I always felt that yeah. you know that's really our target audience. And um, I yes. get I get Instagram, but it's just I'm not sure if it's actually for our target audience. And that's how I feel about my Facebook page, uh, Telephone Doctor. Page, the, the, the business page is good. But when I go right. to a conference and speak and people want to be friends with me on my personal one, I think, of, right. should I really say okay to Susie Smith who, yeah. in Omaha who I'll never hear from again? And do I want to see exactly. her dinner? And her, and her, I don't know if I want to or not. You know? So anyway, let's, go, let's dive into LinkedIn. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not an expert on, on LinkedIn, but I will help you and the listeners with some very good points that uh, hopefully they, they can benefit from. And the first right. is mandatory at telephone. I got 23 employees here, and it is mandatory. Never, as in the word never, use the default invitation. Never. Interesting. Every time you use the default invitation, you become that gray mass of average. Right. And if you want to be that gray mass of average, then use the default because people will accept you. But then there is no relationship, and there is no reason, and there is – it's a big nothing but you can uh-huh. just put a line to type or two and say, hi, Marty, I noticed on your profile you went to uh, South Shore High School. Uh, right. Believe it or not, so did I, different years. Please connect. The one thing, and I believe this is fairly well known, is you don't want to uh-huh. ask for business on, on, a, first, uh-huh. on a first contact. You, you don't want to say, hey, uh, will you hire me in your speaking, or you know, <laughs> do you, we want this or that, exactly. or you, know, you want to buy some potato chips. Uh, that right. is just mainly to, to take step one. It's like when you meet somebody at a party. It's mm-hmm. the exact same thing, but you can't see them. That's the, only diff- that's the only difference. You meet somebody at a party, you don't say, hi, you want to buy my widgets? Right. How do you do? Where are you from? What's, oh, my gosh, I went to that school. So it's the same relationship, but you don't have the visual, obviously. So never, ever use the default. Find just two or three lines that you feel comfortable with. Um, I'm interested in learning more about your company. I'm interested in learning more about your position. Um, mm-hmm. Something within the – some people have what they call the LI, the, LI, the LinkedIn uh, open network. I call it Lion. Yes. Are you familiar right. with that? You probably are. Yes. So yeah. And that says, if I've got that by my header, it says, I don't care who you are, I'll accept you. Mm. So some people have 30,000, yes. 40,000 contacts. What are you going right. to do with 30,000, 40,000 names? I don't know. You, to me, useless. Unless you, yeah. I don't. Know, I haven't found a way. Nor have I. And when I talk to the people who have that LION, open uh, right. LinkedIn open network, they, right. they don't. Have, they've done nothing with it. So I haven't found exactly. the value yet. But it's there if you want it. If you just want to be, you know, friends to everybody and don't have enough friends, I, I have no idea what it's used for. That that I admit. <laughs> right. But uh, exactly. you will you will raise the acceptance rate when you when you personalize your invitation when you give them mm-hmm. just a little reason um, in college in fraternity whatever or just just interesting right. I, my popular one is what a very professional fun profile you have yes. there's no specifics on it so right and people always well, say thank you well that's what you did with me Nancy right that's what I remember <laughs> you know whatever you wrote to me it just made such an impression now I was familiar with you before you even reached out to me because you've, you know, and I've said this to you in the past, you've branded yourself very well in the franchise community. You know, I think that the, most people know who you are in, in this particular world, you know. So I was flattered to get a nice, you know, little blurb from you, you know, saying, you know, hi, you know, I'd love to connect with you. And um, I was just amazed at, at, at the friendship and the relationship that we're able to build. I haven't done that with 
all of my contacts on LinkedIn. But that's really the model on how it should be, shouldn't it? Well, it's interesting. If you realize when you go back into the uh, messaging, when you connect with somebody, all your mm-hmm. messages are saved. So I've got right. from uh, December 16th. And I don't have, for right. whatever reason, it's not allowing me to see the first one. But my, my answer to you was, Martin, thank you for the connection. Your background is most impressive, and I hope one day we can talk and I can learn more with thanks and best wishes. Right. And exactly. then you wrote back something, and from there on it was, uh, I exactly. think I said, may I add you? Yeah, may I add you to our newsletter? That was the biggest, that's the biggest push I ever do. And yes, Martin I do remember back, that. I'd love to get your free news tape. Because we have a little there conversation go. going here. We to me, that's like passing love notes in third grade. Sure, of course. That's a good analogy. <laughs> I like that. What, what do you look for? I mean, when you're looking to connect with someone on LinkedIn, I mean, what are there any like you know characteristics or traits or skills or you know that that you typically look for? Well, I don't search to look. Uh, things mm-hmm. happen to me. People call me, or I've met them at a yeah. conference, and I'll I'll look at them, or somebody say, "Gee, you should learn. You should get a hold of Bob Smith. He he'd really be interested in your topic or something." Then I use a referral name if I go to Bob Smith's. Hi, you know, Joe Schmo suggested I, you know, thought enough of you to, to connect with. I hope you'll, you know, make the connection, have a great – always mention a holiday right. if one's coming up, a weekend if one's coming right. up, or a week if one's coming right. up. So you just – you, you want to you wanna personalize it without being too personal. I see, right. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, you do have to be careful too, don't you, Nancy? Because, I mean, once you do connect with someone, I mean, they have access to all of your – contacts as well, don't they? I mean, they, and, and they could also name drop. I mean, they could say, you know, I'm connected with Nancy Friedman. I'd also like to connect with you, you know, and they really don't know you, you know, but they're using your name. Right. Name and dropping, I, that, you know? That's one of the tips, obviously, is just, you know, just because somebody's on somebody's list does not mean they are, they know them, which is why I don't connect with everybody. If I don't know you, you haven't given me a reason, or I haven't heard right. of your company, or you're from Afghanistan. I, I'm sorry, I just don't take everybody. Right, uh, right. You can't. Just exactly because well, there's so much to this, and like I say, I'm more interested in, in helping the people that we can. But and, right. and you, you know, you have an option, and maybe the the kids don't know it, but the uh, there is an option that I can be a, have my profile, but you cannot see. I won't show you my contacts. Your contacts, now, right? Mine are mine true. are open, but. But there is an option that says, you know, let your let your contacts see other contacts or don't let them see. Uh, I'm yeah, secure enough that you can see my contacts. Right, so. absolutely. I don't know if you noticed, but LinkedIn made a change, Nancy, um, to their, um, I, I guess the way they have the page laid out. I think they just did this, I think it was just yesterday. I just noticed, but they kind of changed the way your picture is exposed. Um, they, they kind of just moved it. It was just like 24 I hours ago. I just read about that. I just read about that last night. I got a, a yeah. email from a friend who's who's an expert on LinkedIn. She says, well, I got my new updated. I'm looking at mine now. Mine hasn't changed that much. So maybe it I haven't done mine okay. yet. Okay. Here's I didn't little. like mine because it, it put my it put a circle of my face in front of my other face, you know. So <laughs> my face is kind of blocked out twice, you know. So it looked a little strange, you know. But I, I think it was, a, it was a good idea, you know. And, you know, LinkedIn is, is always – you know, updating, and I think they're looking to, you know, of course, you know, make make the network better. But um, but I, I think that's a really important tip that that you just mentioned. What else? What else would you recommend? I know there was like those ten different tips, so that's definitely. Oh yeah, I'm going to go down them very quickly. I don't want to make this yeah. terribly long. I'm looking at your LinkedIn no. profile. That's a new picture of you, is it not? Very nice. It's a new picture, it's and that was part of your that. advice too. Well, that that's that's right that's on your coming, article, isn't it? That's coming up. Up, yeah. And that's coming. I'm going to hold pictures. off on that one. Well, no, we'll talk about right now. I'll change. I'll go change the order. 
some people don't have their Prime right. Minister picture up there. Yes, well, that's this is the whole thing. I've had that experience where you meet someone and they don't look anything like their LinkedIn picture. The picture is taken from 15 years ago, you know. And I know you because you meet so many people. I'm sure you've had that experience, haven't you? Well, I think the the easiest way to explain it was think of the Oscars and when you saw the the movie stars that are now in their 70s and 80s, and you haven't they haven't made a picture in 20 years. You go, holy criminy! Right. Exactly. That, what was her name? The not Faye Dunaway. Maybe it was Faye Dunaway. Yeah. No, it was the other one. I can't think. A Warren, yeah, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Right. She didn't look terrible, but mm-hmm. I would not have recognized her. Now, the 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 best part of update your picture, because um, I my my background is professional theater, and I was pretty right. good friends with some of the the then they're they're all dead now, so nobody recognizes the names. But <laughs> I very very good friends with Keith Young, who did uh, got an award for They Shoot Horses, don't they? But Wow. Bottom line, when he came over to the house one day and he said, Nancy, at your press pictures, I didn't, there was no LinkedIn or anything at the time, he said, you've you got to grow old with your audience. Don't yeah. let two years go by oh. without updating your press, your press picture, your headshot. Right. So right. I say the same thing to LinkedIn. You, you cannot put your graduation picture, your bar mitzvah picture, you know, no. uh, on LinkedIn if you're, you know, 60 years old. It, it just is. Right. And then have Somebody say, oh, my gosh, he got old, or she looks terrible. But exactly. it's with our family. We see our, our spouses and our kids. We see them every single day. We grow old with them, right. but they don't change to us. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, same thing. But my same thing is thing I keep updated. getting gray every year, Nancy. I, my, every sexy. time I look at my new updated pictures, I said, thank you. That's, I said, oh, sexy. my God, I keep getting grayer every single year. You know, so I need people to know. Because when, when they see me in person, I don't want them to say, oh, my God, you got so gray. You know, it's, you know, so I, you I think that's You've got a beautiful that, smile. So you've got a beautiful you. smile. We'll I love that love the, you've got a Jack Nicholson hairstyle. You know, Thank straight back, you. love it. See, see, okay, you're a stud, Martin. <laughs> well, it's a professional picture too. You know, that was taken at that was taken at JC Penney's. It was a it was a professional picture. You know, and that's and I and, you know I can tell yours is professionally done. You know, it wasn't done in your house. You 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 got your picture done somewhere professionally, and I think it's always worth the investment, isn't it, to get a professional picture of yourself? Well, you're you're absolutely right. It's like somebody asked me the other day in an interview, "What's the best advice you ever received when you're just starting out?" And I, yeah. I thought just for a moment because the best advice was from a newspaper editor, publisher, and I had sent him a press kit which was filled with photocopies of things. And he, he called me up. He said, Nancy, I love you to death. I love what you do. Don't ever send out photocopies. Mm. You're a professional. Don't, you know, right. you know, spend the money to, to have them printed. It didn't dawn yeah. on me. I thought, you know, my photocopy machine made nice copies. He said, I'm an editor. Why would you right. send a newspaper man? And he said, crap like this. Right. It's, it's, it's just it's an embarrassment. So it is. It's the same thing with your picture. Why don't you, you know, that's you. That's that that's you. Right. It's good for you for getting a professional one. Uh, I have a a friend Nancy. He's he's in the job market right now. He just moved out to California and I, you know, cuz I knew you and I were going to have this conversation today and I so I looked at his LinkedIn profile before the show and he's not wearing a uh, a, a sport jacket, you know. I mean, he's just wearing a regular shirt, and I just and it's, you could tell it's in front of his house, you know. So I, I sent him a little, um, you know, email saying, you know, you get a new picture, you know, at least put a sport jacket on, you know, because if you're in the market for a job, that's that's what they're going to look at first. Is I think a lot of employers are going to LinkedIn today, aren't they? You know, I, I imagine evidently they are. they are. You know, but how are we going to yeah. tell the millennials to wear a sport jacket? Uh, exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, so it's a, between a rock and a hard place there. It depends, I guess, uh, what type of job they're going for. If they're going to be That's in a room true. with 100 other kids in a, in a place that has just computers and desks, they don't maybe don't need it. But mm-hmm. at one point, right. they're going to need right. a professional picture with, with, yes, a jacket. And they don't have to have a tie, but a jacket at least. Um, at least, at the very least. Yeah, Absolutely. Because as the world turns, we not may not be around, but the world is going to turn again. And it's it's going to go, it'll be that yeah. it goes around, comes around. It'll be the tie and the jacket. And maybe 40 years, 50 years, I won't see it. But trust me, it'll be there. Did you ever hear that um, expression, uh, dress for the job you want, not for the job that you have? I don't know if you may, may have heard that before. I don't even know if I heard I that from my dad. You know? but it's, That's it's, wonderful. It, you know, my father wouldn't go anyplace without having a sport jacket. I mean, he was always dressed right. to a T. You know? And he always had to be the best dressed in the room, you know, and he said that that's what you want. Even if you're, you know, low man on the totem pole, dress for the job that you want, you know. So if someday you want to be the CEO, dress like the CEO, you know, and uh, people will Wonderful look advice. at you differently, won't they? It is. It's, 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 it's great advice, you know, and, and I always find that I got that great advice from the older generation, you know. As, as well, I, you know, people really laugh at me because Nancy, they'll say, Nancy, you're so old school. And my husband said, Nancy, if it wasn't for old school, there'd be no new school. So you gotta right. have old school. Yeah, you gotta so. have old school, and I'm proud of it. I, you know, I can yeah. I can run with the millennials, or I can you know go with the old folks. I, exactly. I don't know what they call me, but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, update your pictures. Uh, I, in fact, I wanted to get my pictures two years old, and I wanted to do it. And the guy I work with said, "It's great. It's a great picture." Well, yeah, it's a good picture, like but you. it's two years old, and I, you know, yeah. we change in two years. I don't care. We just change. Right, I get that. I think that's really important advice, absolutely. So what else was on the list? Well, endorse, you know, if, if the endorse liberally, endorse uh, people's comments. You do not need to be connected to say, I like this. Just by the same right. way, when you pass somebody in the mall, you can still say, wow, I love that color on you. I just did it to a woman. I went to the eye doctor. She's sitting there. I don't know her from Adam's apple. And I said, that's a very pretty color on you. Yeah, and I just know I brightened her day, but the likes are the same thing. You don't have to know people to like them, but it is a good way to put right. you. It's like your business card in front of them. It really so is. So you like them enough, they will probably want to connect with you. Hey, you've been liking my my blog so much, you know, want to say connect with me, and you know, we'll get to know each other. So that's another way to get connected with somebody. Use endorsements liberally if you agree with them. Right. Just, if you agree with them, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really important. I remember you said something in that uh, that section of the. Um, the article, Nancy, I said, that, you know, the more you give, the more you get, and that's true, isn't it? Well, they they start recognizing, you know, oh, gee, who's Nancy or who's Marty, and oh, he likes this, right. he likes this. I just did one today for a guy I had never heard of, but I saw three or four times he liked me, and I said, I want to thank you for liking our blogs. Uh, hope we can connect, and think, oh, he's connected. So sometimes yeah, people true. lurk in the back, and they're real, yes. they're real good people to be connected with. Oh, absolutely, and be liberal with absolutely. It. Be, be liberal be with your likes. You know, right. Don't be stingy. I mean, they're free, but obviously read what you like because sometimes people say, oh, can I say asinine things on the air? Sure. Okay, you can <laughs> yeah. block it out if you want. But some people say not nice okay. things in the blog. Right. Or, right. you know, I strongly, you know, I don't get into any political or religious uh, blogs. I don't belong. I don't yeah. think they belong on, on if they're there, you know. Facebook, I've, I've seen this word. Have you seen the word trolls? You know, I, I've never had that happen to me where, you know, I've posted something and I, I guess they, they refer to them as like almost like mean people, you know, on LinkedIn or mean people on Facebook. I don't use Facebook, but, um, you know, there's people out there, you know, that I've, I've read articles like that, you know, people that just everything you write, 
they bash. And now, again, I haven't had that yeah. happen yet, you know, but, you know, that's always a possibility. But there are people out there that maybe just have there, nothing you to do. You bet they are. You know? I had a um, uh, very interesting story that matched up with, uh, sadly, the shooting at, La- at uh, Lakeland in Florida. Yeah. And I told my daughter, I wonder if I should tell my story. And she said, do not post anything about that anywhere. Right. She yeah. you will get weirdos out of the wall. And, and, and she well, was right. So it's not going on. I think that was Facebook. good advice from your daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's a little more into it. Uh, so you you get those. Um, let's talk about the invites for a moment when you want to invite yeah. somebody. Can you do a cold invite? Can you, when can you know, and cold meaning not just the default message, but right. Joe Schmo, even though I write him a nice note, you know, is that it's still a cold call, it's still a cold email, it's still a cold LinkedIn. Right. You can, but you really should have some sort of, and I hate to use the word reason, mm-hmm. or interest or comment something, because he's going to say, who the heck is, is Bob Smith? I mean, why do you need me? Why do you want me? Now, again, right. there are those people who accept everybody for anything, and I worry about those people because, you know, there's people I don't want in my life. Exactly. People you don't exactly. want in your life, and there's people that kids don't want in their life. So if you have that LA, you know, LinkedIn open network, then you got to take everybody. So just be careful of that. The cold invites, again, you just need a – not a reason, but, yeah, I guess a reason. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I got caught the other day a lady who reads profiles. And she right. she sent out something. She sent out the, the posting. If she's I'm a professional writer, if I found a mistake in your LinkedIn profile, would you like to know and would you appreciate it? So her comments, or she got quite a few, thirty, forty, fifty. You know, yes, 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 yes. You know, everybody right. wants to know. But I went a step further and I emailed her personally, or messaged her, and said, not only would I want to know, I'd like to talk with you about that. So she hooked right. me real good. And she said, well, she said, you are, <laughs> I went to your profile, and I, I don't remember how she said it, but it was, because I am an overuser of exclamation points and dot, dot, dot. Yes. <laughs> I overuse them. And she worded it so nicely. Yeah. I, I wish I could think of how she said it, because it was it was very well put. And I said, okay, I'll go back and read it. She said, and then she was very nice. She said, send it to me, I'll look at it. She said, but watch your spelling, watch, you know, I had a couple words misspelled. Right. And it came down to, uh, I'm just, I'm a very busy, I do things fast without thinking. Right, of course. You're, you're, everybody's busy. So now of I've course. slowed down, and I have, because poor spelling. Yeah. I don't know about you, but do you notice, Marty, the number of top-level executives, men and women, that use the wrong your, the wrong their, the oh, wrong to? Yes. It's it's awful. I, I saw... And I felt really bad. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, I, I saw a magazine article that this one franchise had written about them, and they used the wrong form of two, um, T-O. You know, they were supposed to use T-O-O and uh, too much, you know. So they just used As T-O. Also, much. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, you know, and I want – she was so proud of this magazine article. And I said, oh, my God. I said, she just posted this whole thing, and she's really excited and I said, you know, it wasn't her. It was like if the magazine got it wrong. But I said, my God. I said, <laughs> I said, should I tell her or not? She was just so happy about it. And I did not mention it to her. Now, I saw someone must have probably did mention it to her because they sent out a new edition of the headline, you know. So somebody must have told her. And looking back, I probably should have been the one to do it because I think she would have appreciated it instead of – I didn't want to hurt her done, feelings. Yeah, no, yeah, you know as well as I do, it's all in the presentation – 
I've got a, a, I just linked in with somebody, and uh, she's got the wrong on her website. She's got the yeah. wrong uh, spelling of co- the wrong use of complimentary. You know, one oh, is an indi- one is a compl- You know, you look nice yeah. today, and one means go, your yeah. suit and tie go together. Right. So, you know, and I did. I said, hey, we're we're just newly related, or whatever. <laughs> I said, and yes. I, I would want to know. I I then I yes. I, cuff, I cushioned it with. I believe you might have confused the word complimentary with yeah. an I and complimentary with the E. Please double check. So I didn't say it's wrong. Right. You said it you believe. I believe you might, have conf- you might have confused the two. Please double check. And she emailed me back, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was a little embarrassed. Well, we've all done it, but here she caught it. I, I misspelled university. I misspelled university on my profile. Hello. Oh, she, <laughs> I went it to happens, college though. and I misspelled I mean, university. <laughs> Well, I tell you, Nancy, it happens on the doctoral level, too. You know, I mean, here I am. I have my doctorate degree, and, you know, there's people that teach for universities, and, and you'll see incorrect grammar, you know, and it, it, it's it, – it, and some of them really take it bad, you know, when you correct them, you know. They take it personally, you know. So um, I would want to know as well, you know. I, I think that's Again, important, I think and it's I would really delivery. appreciate it's, that. It's sort of like it when you get a spot on your suit or your dress, you know. Oh, is that in the is that in the material or is that you know ketchup? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you just gotta be careful exactly. how you say it. Sure, uh, of course, of course. That's something. The, I think that's great advice. <laughs> your interviews are so fun. The <laughs> common connections and people have have really yeah. embarrassed themselves by this one. Common con- connections do not necessarily mean common ground. Right. Uh, people say, "Oh, I see you're connected with uh, Charlie Smith." Who? Yes. Never heard of him. Well, you're connected to him. Exactly. Well, there must have been a reason at the time, but we I've never met him. I don't know who he is. Do not use my name. Right. And when you use somebody's name, it's it's golden when they know you. It's oh, yeah. a terrible deterrent. Exactly. Exactly. I have some really big names, you know, like I, I mean consider your your name one of the big ones that I'm connected with on LinkedIn, but you know, some really big name people you know, that I'm connected with on LinkedIn. And I'm always skeptical, too, sometimes if somebody wants to connect with me just so they can get to that particular person as well, you know. Right, um, right. So I, I'm always a little cautious, too, when, you know, accepting invitations, you know. And, and, and you know, my biggest pet peeve, pet peeve with LinkedIn, Nancy, yeah. is, is the sales presentation, you know. Is, as soon as you connect with them, you get this letter Sense you, exactly. you know, saying, you know, we sell this, we sell that. And that's not what LinkedIn is about. It's, it's no. about and the way you and I connected. It's about having a friendship and a relationship. I don't know if you know the gentleman in franchise, Fred McMurray. I don't know if you know him or not. I know the name, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in the franchise industry, and he posted a beautiful, beautiful post, which I forgot already, but it, it was to the mm-hmm. effect that if you connect with me, please don't sell. try and sell me on your next, your next message. I will delete you. Yeah. And he was just that blunt, uh, which I thought, you know, good for you. I mean, that's not what it's for. Exactly. That's not what it's for. So I probably shouldn't have used right. the name, but they won't mind. No, but, but, yeah, but that does make an impression. And I've seen that, by the way. I see a lot more people doing that today because there's a lot of people out there. I think a lot of salespeople are frustrated today, you know, because sometimes it's difficult to get to the decision maker. And that's what they're trying to do is they're using LinkedIn as that forum, you know, to get to those big people. Um I'm still but it's all old about school, really Marty. value. I, yes. I think the, the old phone call, did I catch it at a bad time? I just need a moment. Mm-hmm. I, I still do it. I still get through to the decision yeah. maker. I still make friends that way. Um, I know they say cold calling is dead. It is certainly not as popular as it as it used to be. I will buy that. But mm-hmm. 
the, the the method that I've used it just goes a long way, uh, especially if you you've got a gatekeeper, you know, to, if you know how to handle yeah. them. I mean, it's just it's just a step by step by step. Isn't that an advantage to to today, though, Nancy? I mean, that less people might, you know, because I've seen a lot of that. You know, I used to do a lot of cold calling back in, you know, late 1990s. Uh, you know, I'd make about 100, 120 phone calls per day. Um, but wow. isn't it, you, okay. do you think it's an advantage today? Like, I mean, that, that less people are using the phone or maybe people are using less direct mail, that maybe it, it does make an impression today when you call? I mean, again, you do this more than I do. Well, I do still make phone calls and you know every once in a while somebody says is telephone doctor outdated is the name outdated i said name me somebody who doesn't own a phone so don't tell sure. me it's outdated you know, <laughs> exactly. i don't buy that number one it's the most common mode of of, of connection with somebody that right. being said um because it's not done as much marty there's a terrible fear of cold calling now terrible fear uh, yeah. Some of my new businesses, and just got a call today before you, uh, a guy is teaching uh, sales and, and he doesn't know how to make cold calls. He wants some help. So because the last five or six years, all the emails and then LinkedIn and uh, you know the introductions came mm-hmm. that way, people stopped making cold calls. And you can go all over the Internet, cold calling is dead, cold calling is dead. Right. I'm not going to get right. me to buy it, but it's not as common as it was. I'll buy that. Do you teach that too, Nancy? I mean, do you, do you still teach that in your presentations? I mean, you you cover a lot of different things. When it's areas. asked, yeah. When, when it's asked, when they say we when they say, hey, we do a lot of cold calling. We need some help. Uh, then yes, but it is not a common occurrence anymore. Because I have to tell you, you know, I I mean, in my lifetime, I've must have made you know half a million cold calls, you know, but if I had to do it today, I don't know how how good I would be at it. You know, it, I used to be numb to, you know, if somebody hung up on me or cursed at me, it just, it didn't make a difference, you know, and I don't know how I would feel about that today, you know, if I had to get back into doing it again. I still think cold calling is, is very viable, you know, to, yes, it, it, it's all in your approach too, isn't it? You yes, know? I mean, it, yes. It's how you do it. There's a science to it, isn't there? I think it's an art more than a science. I really do. But yeah. Either, yeah. either way, um, there, there's a an effective way and a non-effective way. That's all. It, there's right. not a good way or a bad way. Some are more effective. Uh, right. And, you know, I could spend an hour and a half talking about cold calls. Sure. But in answer yeah. to your question, if you were good at it once, mm-hmm. you would get good at it again. It's like playing tennis, riding a bicycle. Yeah, I mean, you don't like. forget how to make a cold call. You, you just, right. You're just not used to it again. So yeah. and you, if you're hardened true. enough, if somebody says, no, thank you, you know, well, have a nice day, you know. Oh, Move my on. gosh. If you, yeah, the people that call me that are making cold calls, I feel so sorry for them. I just feel sorry for them because nobody showed them another way. It, it is right. very sad of the cold calls that I get. But we're and not they're not going to make it, are they? Right. You know that they're not going to you know, make it in, in that particular business, yeah. Probably right. Probably right. Yeah. We've got about three or four left to go, and I don't want to... Oh, yeah. Everything. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, That's all right. Um, so the common connections do not necessarily mean common ground. Be careful of that. Um, okay. Let's go to recommendations because people yeah. like to get recommendations, but yes, there needs to be do. a reason to get a recommendation. Uh, right. you, have to have, <laughs> you have to have done something smart, good. Sure, of course. Or you are good at something. And then I find I find asking for a recommendation, um, I can't think of the word, I'm sorry, not humbling, but um, mm-hmm. awkward. I guess awkward. Right. So my my method of madness is, you know, Marty, um, if you have time and feel comfortable, and my, that comfortable is the key word, mm-hmm. I'd love yeah. to have a line or so 
uh, on LinkedIn on the recommendation from you. That's it. Right. And usually it comes after a speaking engagement or something, and yeah. it does help. It means well, but it's again, it's all in the presentation. It's all in how you ask somebody. You know, hey, would you write me a recommendation? I spoke. You saw me speak. You just tell everybody what you felt. I don't know. That's very then, interesting. You know, no, you know, it, it's funny as you're talking, you know, and I don't do that, you know, because I'm always a little bit, I hate to use the word shy about, you know, asking for a recommendation. But a lot of times when I have someone on my podcast, because a lot of times it's the first time I've spoken to them, you know, and I, I'll, I will get a compliment, you know, following that saying, you know, you're very good at what you do. Um, I should probably use that approach, Nancy, shouldn't I? You know, say, you know, would you mind writing a little bit, uh, uh, if you're comfortable, uh, a recommendation about, you know, you came on our podcast, you enjoyed it, and whatever that may yeah, be. Yeah, it's you know? hard not to I tell them what to say, but you, you almost need right. to because they don't yeah. know what to say. Right, so exactly. They I don't. use that, you know, enjoy having you. If you feel comfortable, I'd love to get a recommendation from you on LinkedIn. Bingo, done. I'm going to have to do that uh, more. That's great. And they will. The other thing you can do, because we both have websites, I put either send me something I put on my testimonial page, or if you feel more comfortable, yeah. go ahead and do a recommendation. So you let them, you know, choose. Some just say, "Hey, I think you're terrific," blah blah blah, and I go put that on my testimonial page, but it's not on LinkedIn. So six one right. does another. Yeah, How many definitely. testimonials are enough, Nancy? Like, I mean, do you, I mean, you you could literally probably have <laughs> thousands of testimonials, I'm sure. But I mean, how do you know? You know when it's when it's too much, you know, because as I said, you can have a thousand of them, I'm sure, if you wanted. Um, I, I mean, is there a certain number that that you think someone could be comfortable with? It's like asking how much money is enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is. It's how much money question, is enough? Exactly. Um, it yeah. depends what you're doing. Uh, it's yeah. like you know, I I don't play the Yelp game. I don't yeah. play uh, rating restaurants. I don't play right. that game because it is so subjective, it's such, it's yeah. so relative, so it's, I, I don't play that game. But every once in a while when I go on, like we went on a cruise, and there again, 50%, oh my God, this is the most fabulous ship ever, and then the other 50, I, this was the worst ship we ever took. So who are you going to believe? Right, right, exactly. It's true. That's a good we just analogy. spank him with, we just, Dick and I just, just spank him with our wallet. We just don't go back. I remember I you saying I that the like, first time I interviewed you, Yeah. <laughs> We just don't like to badmouth people on 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 live whatever it is social media. I just don't think there's a need for it. I said that I you know it was funny because I was talking about you one week ago because we've been going to our cleaners uh, for about ten years now, and my son was in there and he really had to go to the bathroom and and they wouldn't let him use the bathroom you know and I mean he was about to pee in his pants and. Um, <laughs> You know, my wife came home and she was arguing, and I said, you know, it's like I was talking to Nancy about this a long time ago, and she said, we just don't go back. You know, that's that's how we get. She's like, I'm going to write them a letter. Don't even bother. I said, just don't even bother. Don't waste money. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, and I made an impression. Said that. Spank them with your wallet. Spank them with your wallet. It 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 is. uh, If people are funny, I'm surprised to hear that. I can imagine. I can hear them saying no to me or you, but you know, to uh, you know, how old your son? He's ten years old. Yeah, a ten-year-old kid. I mean, I gotta go to the bathroom. Hello. And we spent a lot of money in the place too. I mean, since we've been here, you know, I mean, I, I wear suits and my wife goes there a lot. I mean, we, we've spent a significant amount of money. You know, I mean, we weren't being unreasonable, but she—it wasn't that. It was just she was really nasty about it. You know, to to, to yeah, my wife. You know, when she came home, she was almost crying uh, about the whole sure. thing. You know, and I was like, don't. I said, just you know, and and that was the impression you made the first time I interviewed you. You know, spank him with your wallet, yeah. and I always remember that. 
believe me, we 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 honor that a lot. It, yeah, it uh, it goes a long way. It does. And if you're uh, connecting with somebody on LinkedIn and you don't thank them for the connection, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Shame. So whether shame. you ask them or they ask you, it's still a, it's still an introduction. Nice meeting you. If people would just equate the LinkedIn to a party that they're going to, if you meet somebody and yeah, you're, you, you, right. how do you do, nice to meet you, and you're leaving, well, I'm glad we met, thank you for the connection. It's the same thing. So acknowledge, you know, the connections. It's not hard to say thank you, right, or you're welcome or anything like that. I'm always surprised that, I, you know, and I don't know if it's just, I don't know if you've noticed this as, as you get older. I, I just turned 50, Nancy, but I find that, you know, manners sometimes it is lacking today, and I don't know if it's, again, maybe I'm just getting older and I'm more sensitive to it, <laughs> yeah, but I don't find people saying thank you. I guess maybe that's well, probably what it is. Well, made it easy, Marty. They, they got yeah. the words there. All you got to do is hit a, hit a thank right you there. and you're welcome. I don't use that's them. It. I don't, you use, don't those. use those. I will yeah. personally write the thank you. I will personally write. Uh, yeah, I find that. Right. I don't like templates. Because people know, right? People know if you just hit the <laughs> yeah. thank you button, right? Um, I'll, I'll do so the, thumb, the, the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, or do, or exactly, use a thumbs up. But, you know, and, and, you know, you're very big on, you know, using the person's name, too, you know, as, as you know. I am, Marty. You know, and, and that's that's very important. You know, it's, and you do that on in your interviews as well. You know, and, and and I really picked up on that. But people like hearing their name, don't they? Or they like seeing their name. You know, I think it's more psychological than anything else. And spelling it right. Oh my gosh. And, oh, of course, that people are sensitive to that, right. aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Very absolutely. much so. Uh, very much so. That's it's hard to come back from that with a stranger. You know, a friend will usually acknowledge, okay, stupid, you know, thank you or something. But right. <laughs> uh, you're trying to get a new connection. You misspell Rachel or Michelle or you, you check how they how they spell it. Oh, how they spell it, not how you think it should be spelled. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, so it's very important. Absolutely. Birthdays and anniversaries on LinkedIn. Um, yes. I hear a lot of they're sick of it. People are sick of it. But you know what? LinkedIn's not going to care. So Mm-hmm. They make it easy. You can either just use their their you know happy I hit a happy birthday. If I know the person, yes, I will certainly say you know special day to you or something. And, and I always sign it right. Nancy, even though they know it comes from me. Right. I always you put my name on name. there because again, I sign my letters. I sign my emails. Yeah. Why shouldn't I sign this? So, again, old school, but I do it. You're just going the extra okay. step that doesn't really take – you're only adding an uh, additional, what, two seconds, three seconds to the process, easy. right? I mean, so right. it, 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 you do. You've made it easy for yourself. Why not go the extra step to make that impression? Right. right. I'm, I'm still looking at your profile. I'm wondering how long it's going to take to, for me. Do, does, now, here's what I don't know, and I've got to find out. Will LinkedIn automatically mm-hmm. change that picture around? Yes. LinkedIn automatically changes that picture. And I just noticed it yesterday – for the first time, and I found out on LinkedIn, you know, somebody must have posted it, and they said, I love the new LinkedIn yeah. format. Yeah, and, and so, right. you know, I, I, I think I liked that, and then I saw it the following day, and I said, hmm, I said, this is this is interesting, you know, how it how it works. So um, with yours, I think sometimes if you hit the refresh button, too, that might that might make a difference, too. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to do that right Shh. now. Yeah, because <laughs> if it's – that's probably what it is. It might be set. And I just learned something new on the – Oh, maybe they did, did it work. Fix it. See, like your picture did. now is in like the left hand. There's a circle of you. No, no it's still in it the middle. Not. Is it still in the middle? Maybe they didn't do all of them yet. I mean, think about how many people have LinkedIn accounts, you know, so I'm not sure. Right, 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 done, right. You know. But I just learned. This is a secret I just learned. You know the F5 button, the uh, Command 5, the uh, F5 mm-hmm. 
I never use it, but... Well, if you go, if you're looking for a certain message, if you go to messaging, or excuse me, if I go into yours, if I go into your our messages, and I'm looking for, I'm in yours now, and I want to, I can do F5. How's that go? F5? No, F5. I'm sorry, I can't remember what he told me. But there's a thing that, you know how you, in your words you can you can find, I want the word probably, I want to find that on sure. my sheet. What right. Do you, what do you hit? F5? I always hit, well, I always go to <laughs> I always go to the upper right hand corner and I just click the menu bar down and I always hit find and that that's how I typically okay well use there's, it. A, there's a isn't that terrible I'm just I'm drawing a blank I'm sorry too many drops in my oh head. that's okay that's but okay the same, thing, the same thing is that. workable the same thing is workable on LinkedIn you can find messages that you were looking for it was amazing okay right that's I just found that out so I'm not an expert on LinkedIn but. If you're looking for some tips, and I believe that blog on customer service tips is still on nancyfriedman.com. If they didn't get it yes. all down right, it might still be it up is. there. It is. It's fantastic. And I'm going to post it on our show page too, Nancy, you know, so people have access to Thank um, you. to the article as well so they can, you know, they they can take a look at it. Um so are those are those pretty much all the tips, Nancy? I guess that's pretty much it, right? I mean, as far as the, the, the tips, you know, I believe we covered them all. Advice, you know, as, as to to our listeners. One of the things I use, I don't know if you have a, a middle initial, but um, there, there's a lot of Martin McDermott's out there. Um, so when I, I googled my name, uh, you know, there was a, a, I don't know if he was a famous criminal in Ireland, you know, and <laughs> kind of Irish looking like myself, you know. So I didn't want anyone to, you know, associate so me with him. <laughs> so I, I I put my middle name in there, Martin J McDermott, you know. So just to make sure that nobody uh, associates me with this particular person, That's you know. Funny. And I, what does yeah, the J so, stand so, for? J is for Joseph. Yeah, that was that was uh, it's a long tradition. Um, my great 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 grandfather. So I think I'm like the eighth Martin Joseph McDermott. So my son is the ninth Martin Joseph wow. McDermott. So carrying yeah, on a tradition, so I'll say. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so he has a lot of pressure to have a son. But that was something that that uh, I picked up on too. Is you know to Google your name once in a while and see where you come up on LinkedIn and see if there's anybody yes. that kind of looks like you that may have a background or a past background. You know, but um, I, w- I was mentioning to you know one of one of my favorite interviewers. You asked me this question last week. Is is James Lipton of uh, Inside ah, the Actor Studio? Now, you are the first, I guess we, we really say actress that I've interviewed in 570. Interviews, you know, and I always wanted to pattern my show off of him. But and I know you've watched the show, you know. And one of the things I always wanted to do is at the end of the show, when James has a, a famous actor or actress on the show, is he asks a series of questions. I think it was written by Bernard Pivot, and so I wanted to ask you the same questions if it's okay with you. Oh my gosh, I love that show. This is I, I, this is going to be so therapeutic. It is. Okay, so that's fantastic. So I'm going to start off with the very first question that James always asks his guests. And so I'm curious to know, what is your favorite word? Wow. Well, I, my, what comes to mind first is love. But love. I, yeah, I, I'm always thinking, you know, I, I, I love thank you, please, and you're welcome. Yeah. So I, yes. can you wrap those all together? <laughs> It's you, well, you could right. It's it's because and it's and it's a positive word, isn't it? You know, I mean, when you say love, you know, I mean, it really is. It's it, it it's such a positive word, you know, because one of yeah, my you got to be careful. Least favorite, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say one of my least favorite words is is, is hate. You know, is is it's, mm-hmm. it's the opposite of love. You know, so I I I I can see why you say that because it is such a strong word, isn't it? I think so, but you just remember I have a trainer I go every Tuesday and Thursday. 
and I'll say, I hate that exercise. He said, don't hate anything. Yes. So there's a lot of people that don't like that word. That's that's a good word to not to be least favorite. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's like you shouldn't say, I, I think that's pretty. You should say, I believe that's pretty. So you can say, yeah. I don't like chocolate candy. You know, right. I, I'm not, I hate chocolate candy. You know, so you're exactly. good. Exactly. Right, that's good. It's, that's great. That's, that's a great response. So here's a tough one for you is what is your least favorite word? Well, I'm not going to give question. you the one that I think we talked to earlier, Bob, because it's, okay. it's, it's not a dirty word at all. But okay. it's so it's my least favorite. I can't even tell you what it is because I don't like to say it. So I got to right. come up with my second least favorite word. Okay. Which which would probably be oh golly that's a good one. I never studied a least favorite word, but as soon as I heard you say that, I thought, well, it's got to be that word, but I don't know how to say it because I've never said I've never yeah. said that word. And I'll tell you right. off camera or off. Okay. <laughs> what it is. And it's, it's not dirty. It's not dirty. Okay. okay, so I'm I'm not going to pass on it now, but I'm, I'm going to find a, a a second a second place winner here. A second um, place, okay. Well, it I, I don't have a lot of best and last and first. People say, "What's your favorite song?" Right. I just love music, you know. Right. So. Exactly. So it's hard to narrow it down to just one single element. Yeah, probably. Um, if you said favorite, least favorite phrase, I can yeah. handle that. But the, but to zero it down to a word is hard. Like. It is. No, and then we, we think about no, all the we words we have in our English dictionary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my gosh. I'll go, look, I'll go read the dictionary tonight. It's not an easy question. <laughs> we, we could always come back to that one, too, by the way. You know, okay, come back to that one. Come back I'm to that one. That. Okay. okay, here's a great question that, that James asks his guests, and I, I love this question. So what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? And I don't have to miss a beat on that laughter. Yeah. Laughter is my drug of choice. It is yes. the way I deliver a program. It is what I want to do every day. Uh, it is what I make myself do when the negative comes into my life. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's not so easy to laugh. Uh, and I remember my father saying, Nancy, when I die, you'll cry at my funeral, then go on. Goodbye. So, yeah. you know, you need to spend time to grieve, but don't drag all that negativity with right. you around. It's so laughter is... But that's what draws people to you, though, I think, Nancy, you know, in getting to know you over time, you know, is your ability to laugh and being positive. And I could tell you avoid negativity at all costs, you know, and right. that's really what draws people to you, isn't it? Well, fortunately, there's a lot of people like that. I believe, not to throw it back at you, but in the, every time I've talked to you, that you know, you've been through some hardships. We went through it together yeah. with your dad. Yeah. I mean, it, and yet, yeah. you know... You had great stories about them, and I listened, and I loved it. So it's, nobody Thank wants you. to be around. It's raining. It's it's cold. It's hot. It's, right. We don't need that. Yeah, that's great. Though. I think that, that that's a powerful answer. So here's an interesting question for you. What turns you off? Know-it-alls. Mm. We don't know it. Yes, and there's a lot out there, isn't there? Oh, MG. People who... <laughs> They have no right speaking about a topic, and yet they Googled it, so now they know it. Right. I I, Fortunately, I try to get away from those kind of people. It's interesting because in my world, Nancy, like in the scholarly world, you know, like I think a lot of times people, when they get a Ph.D. or a doctorate degree, they think that, you know, they become know-it-alls, you know, and so I attend a lot of scholarly conferences and things like that, and that's that's a turn-off for me too. You know, is, is it? You know, when, when you see that, 
It is, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, because you know, you can't does know that it all. a lot. <laughs> right. Um, when we watch uh, movie stars and uh, famous people be interviewed, and they mm-hmm. go off on a t- on a topic that they don't know what the heck they're talking about, and it's so obvious. Yeah, it, it but is they obvious. come on. It's it's that you know they say it's blue, and you got to believe it's blue. Nobody says, in my opinion, or I think, or here's what my thought. You know, those are okay when people say, yeah. in my opinion, we should do this, or because at least you're covering your bet. But just to come on and be blatantly, this is the way it is, and you know, I know it all. So it's true. You know, it's it's funny. I've always been drawn to you know, and I don't have any acting ability whatsoever. You know, and I think that's probably what you know drew me to you. But I like I like watching interviews with actors, and I forgot there was one I was watching several weeks ago, and they asked him, and this is an older actor, um, it was a political question, and he said, he said, I'm an actor. He goes, I'm not a politician. I, Good. I don't know. I can't I answer that. the question. You know, and I said, I thought that was so brilliant that they do it, because a lot of these actors today, they do. They, they answer questions, and you know, they, they, they just don't know anything about what they're talking about, and, you know, I, I just... I think that's the classy way to probably handle the question, isn't it? That was you know, beautiful. Like, I wish you could remember. If you yeah. ever remember who that I, is. I'm gonna, if I remember, I'll tell you. I'll ask Connie because I was watching it with her several weeks ago, and we both looked at each other when, when he said that. And I said, that is brilliant, you know. Oh, I said, now I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Um, exactly. I but think as, that's as soon as I remember, I'll tell last, you this. You know? exactly. Yeah, I appreciate that. Absolutely. So here's an interesting one for you. What sound or noise do you love? My husband's voice. Yes, that's a great answer, isn't it? He's got, that's yeah, that's a he's brilliant a, answer. He's got a real, and the way he talks to me is so respectful and so, I okay, here's a secret. Can you keep a secret? I can keep a secret. I, okay, I burned dinner last night to a black crisp. I, it was the original burnt offering last night, the oh, original no. burnt offering. It was oh, beyond no. anything, and I started to cry. I started to cry. Oh. I said, Dick, I just don't belong in the kitchen. He says, Nancy, yeah. you can speak for two hours with no notes and get 3,000 people to stand on their feet. You don't have to cook. <laughs> and I, I, I started laughing. And I said, thank you, but I, I feel so insecure about this. How can you burn a chicken? I get oh, it. Oh, jeez. I, I, I know the kind flat. of thing you're talking about. In the flat. Isn't that something? And it's that's how flat. you know you met your soulmate, right? I mean, when... You can find someone who will say that to you because he appreciates yeah. everything that you do. You know, he sounds like he sounds like an amazing man. I remember you and I talking on a couple of occasions. You know, you said it's just not your thing. You know, it's but you try though, don't you? I notice. You know, I, I know. Okay. I know you like. Why do you even it, try? I, my, yeah. I have probably more kitchen gadgets than Julia Child did. Isn't I am a something? kitchen gadget freak that shouldn't have my my my, my stove should be a planter. You should put flowers in it so you can see through it. This is not my, and I finally, I finally have to admit it. It, it's just some people can, and I, I guess I want to so much. You know, you want it, right? It's just, it's just not there. It, no, the the DNA is missing. That's well, wait, 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 wait. I do have no. See, see, I shouldn't be so negative. I can make ice cubes. You can. Okay, that that's works. I can. I can <laughs> make important. toast. I can make there toast. You go. And a meat baked potato sometimes it comes out, <laughs> so it's not all lost. That's fantastic. Anyway, well, that's, yes. that's that's a great response. I love I love that response. What <laughs> profession, other than your own, and you've you've had several professions, you know, in, in your lifetime. But what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? 
I'd like to have been a singer. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I really would. I know um, a lot of actresses, you know, that that's always another field that sometimes they cross over to, isn't isn't it, is singing. But I don't, I again, I, that goes in the cooking thing. I'm tone deaf, so... I, it just it, it's never going to happen. Well, so take singing lessons if you want to sing. Well, I don't want right. to sing that bad. I guess I don't want to. Exactly, take it's just not there. That's something though. That's 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 an interesting response. So, what profession would you not like to do, Nancy? Be a housekeeper, clean, cook, wash, dry. I really? Don't, I, no, I'm not doing that. You like getting out there and meeting people. I was, that's a, what you know, I I used you. to apologize, and my mother used to say, Nancy, you're a businesswoman. Yeah, you know, it, that's your thing. Yeah, so I have a cleaning woman. She's wonderful. I love her. Yeah. I overpay her. I just now do you I clean? Her. Oh right. my gosh! <laughs> oh my of gosh! Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's interesting though. And uh, you know, I could see getting to know you over the years is that you know it's just you being. You know, you you get this energy off the crowd too, don't you? You know, because I've seen dozens of your presentations, you know, and I could see that you just, you light up when yeah, you're, you're again, kind of on that stage. I think any theater person gets their energy from the audience. I, I don't mm-hmm. think, I think that's that's part of why we do it. Uh, it is, yeah, I, when anybody hears the laughter, that that's what you got up there that, that morning for. That's I think from Don Rickles, you know, from from the best of them to, to the, to the people that are just starting out. That's what they want to do. They want to make people laugh. Right, absolutely. And last question, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oops, I made a mistake. You're too early. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I've That's thought about that question for for a long time, for years and years, because yeah. I've been asked that. I would have them say, oh, Nancy, I'm awfully sorry. I made a mistake. Go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you when I'm ready, when it's your turn. That's so. that's one of the best responses I, I, I ever heard. You know, I did, I heard one really good one. Um, when James Lipton was interviewing Al Pacino, um, oh. and he was asked that question, Al Pacino said, um, he goes, uh, when I get there, he says, uh, I hope God says, um, rehearsals at 8 o'clock. You know, meaning that he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an right. actor in heaven too. Like he's doing what he 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 really wants he to wants do. To you do. know, and and that that's that's really what all of us should aspire to. I guess right, Nancy, is that you know you're, you're yeah, doing what you love well, to you've do. Heard the, you've heard the expression: "Find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life." You'll never work a day in your life. I think Ray Kroc said that. I think it might have been. I can't Somebody, remember who said it. I wish I. I'm happy to credit whoever did. I didn't make that up. So. Uh, and I've used it before, and I, yeah, I think it was Ray Kroc. I'm pretty. Sure, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll send it to you. But I'm pretty yeah, sure it was him. Yeah, I'd love to give him credit himself. because it's, you know, I got to commend you because this is not the first time you said, oh, I think so and so did that. And through this interview, you said, oh, it just came from so so. And Dick is like that. He is constantly giving credit to the person who created or said the certain phrase or whatever. Uh, and yeah. he's a big history buff, so he'll he'll come and say, well, Winston Churchill said blah blah blah, or somebody else said blah blah blah. And that that is a that is a very special trait in people to give credit. So I com- I commend you on that. Oh, thank you, thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, you know, I learned that from you know just I I guess you know I probably learned that to get older in life. You know, is is you know in writing so many papers. You know, I, I've I've been published on several occasions. You know, so it's always of course very important to give credit to you know whoever right. was the actual source of of that um, quote. You know, so I I think that was kind of embedded 
to me at a later part of life, you know. But but this has been interesting for me, Nancy. I says I love interviewing you, you know, and I, I would love to even have you back again because there's so many things that I want to talk to you about, you know, in the future, you know, that, that really I think our listeners would gain benefit, you know, from. Well, so, I'm, thrilled, uh, I'm thrilled we got to do this again, Martin. You are a delight and a, a professional and awesome host who deserves much success. You. So you let me thank know how you. I what, can what help you. What are the best websites that our listeners can go to, Nancy? I mean, you've written so many books. Um, you know, so you, you have a lot of different websites that, that our listeners can go to to get more information on, on Nancy Friedman. Um, well, you, the you NancyFriedman.com, okay. <laughs> the NancyFriedman.com, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, is on the speaking ability. You know, somebody wants to use my services. But Telephone Doctor right. and ServiceSkills.com. ServiceSkills.com is our online training platform. Uh, okay. which is a library a library of training programs. So it depends. Some people want me, right. some people want the training, some people want both. Right. But thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay, that's fantastic. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll put links up there um, on our show page as well so, you know, our listeners can get information on that. How many books have you written up to this point, Nancy? It's a lot of them, There's, isn't it? Well, I put nine and a half is what I say because I'm trying to write the tenth. Yeah. You <laughs> are. To write the tenth. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> when it, When is that going to come? Do you have a date set? Um, well, it's funny. I don't. I do not have a date set. Uh, you don't. I'm okay. hoping to get it done in, in 18 because I. Right. Uh, I have. I get some time to do it, so it'll be a sales. Right, book. right. Which is fantastic. I mean, it's real. It's an accomplishment, isn't it? I mean, one of my dreams, and you know, and it's just my unrealized dreams is to. I've always wanted to write a book. You know, so I'm gonna have to talk to you about that one day. You know, because it's just. No, well, that is a that's inside. from within, and you just go ahead and write it, my friend, because you have the gift it. of gab, which is what you need, in my opinion, to write a book. So, Thank you. what topic were you looking to do? Oh, so many topics. I have like about four or five books that. I've kind of like started, but I just, I don't know what it is with me. I just feel like I, you know, I should probably just concentrate on the one book. You know, I'm writing, I'm fine if it comes to like writing a journal article, you know, and getting that published in a major journal. Um, I'm good with that. But the book, I don't know, it's it's, it's a different experience for me, you know, so I really need to. Are you looking at fiction or nonfiction? No, I'm looking at um, the topics would be related to uh, marketing and leadership. And of course I could do, a show or a book on the show, you know, because I've interviewed so many amazing people up to this point um, that it would kind of pertain to franchising as well. You know, I don't know if the world needs another franchise book, but I think this would be a little bit different. Um, um, every book is different. And my somebody said interviewed me the other day and said, what would you tell somebody who wants to do something on their own? And go for it. I mean, yeah, just do it. <laughs> I like think Nike people, and, and you're doing it. I, the biggest mistake I tell early birds, don't overthink something. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink it. You want to write a book, go write a book. Just do it, right. Yeah, just do it. I mean, Nike had it right. Just do it. Yeah, it too makes much, sense. Too much, I mean, that, that's how businesses get, get slowed down. They think it in the committees and another you're meeting and they'll talk it, to management. Right. Uh, no, just do it. You well, know, what's I'm going to take that, that advice. Happen? Yeah, I hope what so. is the I'm worst thing that can happen? Exactly. So don't write a book. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you are delight. Well, Congratulations Thank you, Nancy. on all you your success. You are delight as well.
bite-sized interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 